Psalm 121 I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will not watch over He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Okay, hello, good morning everyone. Um, Great to be with you all today, Uh, whether you're joining us uh, here in the room or whether you're online uh, or whether you're watching later kind of uh, on demand through the the wonder of technology at the moment. It's so good to be together. And we're going to be exploring a little bit of this beautiful psalm that Bethany's just read out for us, um, a psalm which actually uh, Vince has already uh, shared on the chat with us uh, this morning. It's already God is um, speaking through today. And uh, this is a psalm which talks a little bit about how how we are to know God through the midst of changing circumstances. Um... Hands up, anyone in the room has experienced some changing circumstances in the last 18 months or so, maybe? I don't know, yeah, a few of us. Okay, we've, we've lived through, I think, and are still living through possibly uh, the biggest change in circumstances that any of us have ever known. Uh, certainly the biggest upheaval um, in our society, in a generation, uh, and it's one that has affected each of us deeply, both at uh, an individual level and a collective uh, level, in terms of uh, both how it impacts us each personally uh, and how it's changed so much about the way that our society functions. And when something comes along that changes uh, our world in such a dramatic way, it's absolutely right for us to ask, Where is God in this? And given the suffering that so many of us have known over the past year or so, of course we're going to ask, how can God be in the midst of all this that's going on? Where is he at the moment? See, this summer we are exploring some of these psalms uh, together And what we find in the book of Psalms are songs for every moment and every expression. They're songs that that give voice to every emotion under the sun. However you're feeling at any moment, at any point, there is a psalm which reflects what you're going through and which speaks over you the truth that God is with you in the midst of it. And the psalm that Bethany's just read out for us is a perfect example of that. It starts with those uh, iconic lines, I lift up my eyes to the hills, or some translations, I lift my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? And uh, we're now kind of well into the summer holidays uh, so far this year, and I know that quite a few of us uh, would enjoy a good kind of walk while we're out on our holidays somewhere. Um, Has anyone been for any kind of walks up good hills or good mountains recently? Yeah, a few? Whereabouts? Scotland, excellent, some good hills uh, in Scotland. If you've, if you've been uh, on any 
good mountain walks on the chat. Um, if you're watching online, stick them on the chat, let me know. The best I can, I can say I've done recently is Licky Hills. I did walk from the bottom to the top, um, which is quite a way, but it's still kind of not quite as impressive as, as some other ones. Um, I used to, to think when we, when we went on family holidays, um, I have to say, the day we went out for a long walk was always one of my least favorite uh, days when I was a child growing up. It was not one I looked forward to. But now, kind of looking back, if you said, oh yeah, go out and enjoy the countryside, have a nice walk for a day, I'd be like, yes, straight there. Um, so uh, thanks to my parents for kind of dragging me out through those, uh, even when I was a little bit reluctant. Um, we don't know uh, what mountains uh, or what hills the psalmist uh, was expressing in this psalm. We don't know what they were talking about as they wrote those words. Perhaps they were kind of literal hills, literal mountains that were blocking their way forward or that were kind of causing them uh, grief because of uh, robbers or bandits hiding in those hills and waiting for them. Perhaps uh, the mountains that the psalmist is talking about uh, are more like the ones uh, that we face in our day-to-day life, not necessarily uh, physical mountains, um, but using the picture of a mountain to express um, our, represent our, our fears and our anxieties, um, our daily struggles and the challenges facing our world that we've already heard about, we've already prayed for today. Mountains uh, can be challenges, and that's often the way the Bible uses that as kind of picture language uh, to represent something about what people are facing. Mountains can be moments when our circumstances change and we're left wondering where God is uh, and what's going on around us. And the Psalms uh, amazingly enable us to give voice to those fears. And so on your way in, you'll have passed uh, some some images of mountains, which are just on the uh, table at the back there. And there's kind of some packs of coloring pencils. Um, And so this is not just for the younger ones in the room. It might be that you too, as I'm speaking, find that you need a a slightly different way to engage to help you kind of... uh, connect in to everything we're looking at today. And so what I encourage you to do is grab one of those uh, if you want to, if you find yourself getting a little bit bored, don't worry, I won't, I won't be uh, offended if you get up halfway through and go and grab one of those. Uh, and you'll find a picture of a mountain. Um, and on there, what I want you to do is jot down on the mountains, uh, on the, the kind of images in there, anything at the moment, um, any situations or circumstances where you feel like you're needing God's help right now. Um, it might be, uh, if you're a younger one, something at school, um, or with your friends, or if you're a bit older, maybe your workplace or community, health challenges, interpersonal relationships or anxieties. And then there's a big space at the top of the sheet to to write the words uh, that the psalmist says uh, in declaration over those things. Um, The song that the psalmist raises uh, in their moment of doubt, the moment of fear and of questioning, my help comes from the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. Um, if you're at home, uh, feel free to do this as well. Kind of grab a, grab a sheet of paper or the back of an envelope or whatever's to hand. Um, draw some mountains. I promise you they'll probably be better than I could uh, draw. And jot down those things that uh, you want to give to God and declare over them. My help comes from the Lord. How do we respond uh, when changing circumstances leave us wondering what's next? The psalmist gives us this amazing Uh, model, this amazing declaration, in their moment of of questioning and their moment of wondering, their response is this, my help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven 
and earth, the one who built those hills, the one who arranged every rock and every atom in those mountains, the one who is Lord and ruler over them, is the one who's bringing me help in this moment. And the invitation of this psalm is to respond to changing circumstances based not on what those circumstances are or when they take place or even how we're feeling about them. It's to respond based on whose we are. And see, whose we are shapes how we respond. And for those of us who put our hands up and say, I'm Jesus's, I'm sold out for him, I'm following him, no matter how old or young we are, no matter how long we've been following him, no matter our, our background or our past, we're invited to base our response to change on the identity, not of ourselves, but on the identity of God himself. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. This is who he is. Our counter in these circumstances is his character. That's what we rely on. That's what we come to again and again. That's what the psalmist models for us. If you've got a Bible with you, if you've got it open on your phone, you might want to look down as I kind of skip through the next few verses. Look at what the psalmist speaks about in his moment of fear and his weakness as he kind of comes to God and cries out in desperation. He lifts his eyes to the mountains and then he lifts them past them. He lifts his eyes to the one who made those hills, who crafted every rock and every blade of grass, the one who in verse three holds us, stops us slipping like a parent supporting a toddler's first steps. Verse four, never takes a break from his care for us, who's never drowsy or distracted or disgruntled with us. Verse five, who's at our right hand, who's so near, nobody is closer a better place to turn to in times of trouble. Verse six, who's on duty day and night, the one who, where our energy is at an end, his never is. And then by verse seven, we get this amazing statement. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. And we can hear those words, can't we? And read them in our Bible and say, the Lord will keep you from all harm. All harm. And we can think, really? How can that be true? How can that be true given the year we've had? How can that be true given the suffering we've known individually and as a community? How can that be true given the massive challenges facing our world that just seem beyond our expertise to face down? How can that be true when the author themselves was crying out a few verses ago, where does my help come from? And see, this is the beauty of this psalm. Trusting in God, pursuing joy in him, first and foremost, doesn't mean that bad things won't ever happen. What it means is that fundamentally, because of the very nature of the God who has given himself for us, even when everything else seems to be going wrong, nothing can separate us from his faithful love and his ever-present help. 
That's the promise of this psalm, that no matter what we're going through, God is right there with us. The promise he gives us isn't a a quick answer. It's not a pat response to the problems we face and the struggles in our world. He gives us his presence. He gives us himself. That's what we've been singing about this morning. He comes to us and restores our souls. And that's what we see, not just in this psalm, but throughout the Bible. The invitation of those who, having seen the dangers of the mountains in their lives, don't despair, but instead respond by reflecting on God's character, which enables them to see those same mountains as moments to encounter God. That's what I want us to look at for the rest of our time together this morning, how mountain moments, changing circumstances, can be moments to encounter God when we take them and use them in that moment to come to him. And so to help us earth some of this, I've invited a few friends from my small group. We meet every week on a Tuesday. It's amazing. Lots of us in Oasis are part of different small groups. I get the privilege of being in an amazing one. And I've invited some people from our small group actually just to share for them a little bit about how they've known God through changing circumstances. And so we're going to watch those. They've recorded them for us, even though kind of a number of them are here with us in the room. It's fantastic to have you guys with us. Um, Just to make it a little bit easier, uh, we've recorded them beforehand. And so we're going to sit for just a couple of minutes and hear firsthand uh, some stories of what it looks like um, to know God when everything in your life has been turned upside down. So why don't we watch those together now? So how have I known God through changing circumstances? I think it was just a realisation that um, I'm not in control and that God is and he has a plan. So therefore, I don't need to worry about anything because our Father in heaven has it all sorted. Um, This year has been really interesting and different. Um, Rotors changing with only a week's notice, not knowing what my job would look like next year. Um, And as a planner, that became increasingly more difficult as I wanted to know what the future was. I wanted to know what was going to happen next. Um, And I just had a realisation that um, just had to completely put it into God's hands and just give it all to him and trust him and know that he will be there for me. As it says in Joshua, do not be afraid because the Lord your God goes with you always. Um, And I just time and time again, God showed his faithfulness. And I just realised that he has the best plan. He knows what's best for me. So I've just got to put all my concerns, worries or uncertainties into his hands and know that he will bring me through it and he has because he is our good good father this time about a year ago my circumstances changed quite drastically when i moved from my home in nottingham and came to birmingham a new city uh, for a new job uh, without knowing anybody and in a pandemic so it's been a tough year and still is quite tough in a lot of ways but how I've known God through this time mainly is, is through a scripture. Because I know that although my circumstances change, although my emotions might be up and down, I know that God is the same. And I know that his scripture is the same. And so that has been a, a big comfort to me. And a particular passage that's helped me is when Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble. And he didn't say you might have trouble. He said that you will. And it's totally normal. And that as circumstances change, um, we, we can find it hard. And that's okay. And what would have been nice if Jesus then said, but don't worry, you know, I'll sort it out for you. But unfortunately, that's not the case. But instead, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, for I have overcome the world. And that is 
such a comfort for me that I know that my circumstances will just pale into insignificance of what God has already done. For he loves me so much that he's already sent his son to die for me. And there is a hope that one day I will meet him again. And so whether my circumstances get better or not, I know that he loves me. I know that I have, I have hope in him. And the scripture is there to tell me every day. Yeah, so um, I think we've kind of had a lot of um, changing circumstances this year. We've had Lois um, and we've had um, kind of changing in the kind of house situation. So we've moved house, we've changed jobs and had to renovate a house and all of this has kind of coincided all at the same time, which has been quite full on. Um, yeah, so we've had a lot to, lot to juggle. Yeah, um, and we've one of the ways that we've known God through that is just through His provision um, and providing it in the times where we've um, really needed big answers to prayer, um, and He's uh, uh, given that through um, circumstance, but also through people support um, and journeying with us, particularly um, particularly our small group of family as well, um, and just knowing knowing God in that community. Um, and then people praying for us. Yeah, and I think um, kind of the other way that we've really known God is just through his provision of peace, um, particularly when we've kind of had a lot of anxiety and uncertainty. Um, that's been really kind of a big thing for us. Um, and just that reminder every day that he's with us, that he's for us, and no matter, I guess, how kind of circumstances pan out, he's, he's faithful and he's good. So, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, thanks so much, guys. Should have a little round of applause for those guys. Well done. Um, uh, and also, well done, Nicole, because I imagine you're going to be like really strong by in a couple of months' time if you're like bouncing lower so much. Um, that is uh, three fantastic examples of what it looks like to kind of earth uh, that in daily life. Keep coming to God, keep dwelling on His promises. In scripture, keep embracing his provision with thankfulness. And above all, keep doing it in community. Keep doing it together. Uh, and I love these guys, and I love that they model uh, exactly what the psalmist talks about when faced with these hills, which is not to see these changing circumstances as moments to hide away from God, but to know him coming and meeting us in the midst of them. And that's what we see throughout the Bible uh, in all, all kinds of mountaintop uh, moments. Um, I just want to highlight a few of them. There's Moses, uh, who in the book of Exodus meets with God up a mountain so powerfully that his face shines. It's a wonderful moment. And then he returns to find that the people of God he's been looking after have just descended into chaos and idolatry while he's been away. And what happens? He turns to God in that place. He brings justice and he renews and restores the covenant family. Then there's Elijah in the book of 1 Kings who wins a great victory over unfaithful rulers and false prophets, again on a mountainside, and then is forced to flee for his life, crying out in brokenness and pain and fear, but who cries out to God, who meets him there and lovingly restores him and commissions him for the next part of the journey. And the supreme example of all of this is Jesus. Jesus, who in one story is transfigured and clothed with glory 
on a mountaintop and yet chooses to ascend another mountain, chooses to walk up another hill, carrying on his back the cross that would be used to execute him. And yet, in that moment, on that mountain, achieves perhaps the greatest encounter with God as he triumphs over sin and darkness and death itself in order that we might encounter God, in order that we might know that whatever situations and circumstances we're facing, God is with us in them. How do we know this? He sent his son to be with us. When we're crying out, where does my help come from? God sends himself. When we're asking where help can be found, it's come in Jesus. And I know it's not always comfortable encountering God. Um, It certainly wasn't uh, for Moses or Elijah or for Jesus. Um, But if we come to God with our challenges, if we come with our struggles, if we come with the mountains in our lives as the psalmist does, we'll find that those are the very places that he longs to meet us. James K.A. Smith um, were speaking about how uh, the comforts of modern life can so easily cause us to drift along, kind of seemingly content in not having all that much to do with God, writes this, uh, the interruption of a sense of not-at-homeness um, becomes a gift that creates an opening to once again face the question of who we are. When we're feeling a sense of not-at-homeness, in other words, when we're shaken out of our comfort zone. Faith enables the mountains of changing circumstances to become places for us to encounter God. It's in being shaken in circumstances which feel beyond us that cause us to turn again to the maker of all things. It's in the moments where we say, God, I can't do this on my own, that we can only look to him and receive again his goodness and grace, that we know again his unchanging love and faithfulness. That which draws us in, which defines us, and which sends us out. And that can be true for you today, no matter what your circumstances are. No matter what you've uh, maybe written on your piece of paper, or you might do later if you grab one on your way out. Maybe for you it's changing school, maybe it's changing year, maybe it's welcoming a new brother or sister, Um, maybe it's um, starting a new job or moving house, moving city, Um, maybe it's any of the hundreds of other challenges that I know we're living with in our community with physical uh, and mental health. Whatever it is for you, the invitation of this psalm is to come to God is to, in this moment, to turn and declare over all of those things that you're facing. My help comes from the Lord. And to look to Jesus, the one who brings that help to us, the one who has come to us and given himself for us, that we might be able to encounter God in that place. In just a minute, we're gonna respond by singing again together. Andy's gonna lead us in a song which is all about encountering God and knowing him whatever 
we're facing. Um, so I wonder maybe uh, if I can invite us to stand if we're able in this moment, just as a way of saying, yes, I'm ready to respond. Um, actually, And I'm just going to pray, uh, and then Andy and James are going to lead us together. Thank you, Lord, that when we lift our eyes, we see you again. And that every sight of you is a transforming sight. It says in your word that when we see you, we will be like you, for we'll see you as you are. And that's true now, Lord, that as we lift our eyes to see you, we are overwhelmed again with the wonder of who you are. We see that uh, vision of the beauty, the holiness of God that Alice was talking about earlier. And it causes us to be drawn in. It causes us to know more securely who we are in the light of who you are and what you've done. And I pray for each of us, Lord, whatever changing circumstances we are facing, that we would know you with us that we would know you restoring our souls, leading us beside quiet waters, Lord. We would know you right there at our right hand, keeping us from stumbling, protecting us from harm. That you'd draw us to yourself and that, Lord, you would enable us to encounter you in these moments of change. Amen. Amen.